Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508. NMLSConsumerAccess.org Equal housing lender Terms and conditions apply All loans subject to credit approval What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show yeah. If you know, you know What up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. As always, we're going to recap the first game of the season. Wahoos got the 34-17 victory over Richmond, as you heard, um, leading up to me taking over the mic. Make sure you go to our Cova Mortgage, man. AlcovaHighlands.com. That's AlcovaHighlands.com. If you need a loan, holler at the good people at Alcova Mortgage. Tell them the ball hawk sent you, man. That's AlcovaHighlands.com. Link is in the description. Definitely check them out if you need a loan. And also, Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years and being a proud sponsor of the ball hawk show. For, ah, man, six years now. Salute to them. So, yeah, man, Billy, Charlene White, great people, they family. So, if this is your first time listening to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, I appreciate you. Um, make sure you subscribe on every podcast platform. But salute to the great people at Believe Network, man. Um, I'm part of the Believe Network now, so you see in, in the um, – the artwork you'll see believe a part of the artwork so salute to them so we here man we got to recap this so i looked at the film um a couple times offensively and defensively special teams and um got a lot of thoughts and y'all know me how my approach is some people say i'm 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 a homer but you know i'm a positive person so I, i i try to Look at everything in a positive light. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get on folks every now and then. You feel me? But it's, it's time and place. It's all about your delivery and the timing. Sometimes my t- sometimes my timing ain't always on time. I get that. But uh, before we start, man, we gotta we gotta get the damn look. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me fix my mic. I gotta get the mood right. What are we gonna start off with? That's that's. I'm feeling like some Kendrick Lamar right now. Let's let's start out with some Kendrick Lamar. Hey, if this is your first time listening, man, it's like coming out for a game. You got to get the music. You got to get your, your blood boiling. You got to get your heart rate up. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? So you might be driving right now, or you might be running or working out. Get ready. We're going to turn up for a little while. About five to seven minutes, we're going to turn up with some music. I always pick artists or artists or songs and areas and periods where I, I set the table. And I felt like some Kendrick Lamar today. So we 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 starting with some N95 that Kendra Lamar. Let's go, man. Hello, new world. All the boys Come on, and man. Girls. I got, got a love story to tell. You're back outside, uh-huh. but they still lie. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Let's go. Yeah. Take off the foo-foo. 
Take it take off. off the cloud chase, take off the Wi-Fi. Take it off. Take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss. Take it off. Take off the weird ass trick. I'ma take 10 steps, then I'm taking off top off. Uh-huh. Take off some fabricate streams and the microwave yeah. memes. Yeah. It's a real world yeah. outside. Yeah. Take off your idols. Take off the runway. Take off the Cairo. Take it off. Take off the Sandro pay. Five days day. Take off for the meal, hella final. Take it off. Take off the far flat. Take off reception. Take off the cop with the iPad. Take it off. Take off the allure. Take off the unsure. Take off the decisions I had. Take off the fake deep. Take off the fake woke. Come on, make it your mind right. Take off the gossip. You gotta erase everything that you learned. Everything that you saw from the previous years. Football. This is a new era. The Tony Elliott era. Let's go. What do you have? Yeah. You ugly. Yeah, we we censor it. Yeah, we censor it. Who you think they talk about? Talk about us. Pocket. Who you think they cover up? Cover up us. The word in a panic, the I'm too real. I'm done with the sensitive, taking it personal, done with the black and the white, the wrong and the right. You hoping for change in clericals. I know the feelings they can't. Hold on. That man said, I'm through. With the sensitive. <laughs> Keep going. You out of pocket. Hold on, we're gonna switch it. We switch it. We still Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taking my baby to school, then I pray for it. Cause you they never Come on. been cool writing testimony. Come on. Painting pictures, put me Switch in it up for y'all. It's a definite universal shift. I'm in the cool. Ooh. Celebrity do not mean integrity, you fool. I'm a good man. Shake your hand. Firm grip rule. 72 wins. Lost 10. Balling with the flu. More than two M's. For sure. But let's make another let's keep that little bop right here. Mm-hmm. Little man, man. The big man. It's the GT down and flipping the kickstand. Ooh. Rich, rich, broke phone. Trying to keep the balance, I'm staying strong. Stop playing with me for I turn you to a song. Stop, Stop playing, playing with me for I turn you to a song. Hey, dumb attractive. Keep with you no more. I'm fasting. Ooh, uh, I'm fasting. Dumb attractive. I intermittent fast, by the way. But you know, <laughs> fasting. Uh, uh. The morality can wait. Feedback on Come on. Latency. I'm Vibe with me for a little while, man. I'm, I'm a different type of sports podcast. You can fast for it. But right now, we vibe for a little while. Set the table. Uh huh. Shout out to YouTube that's about to mute all this right now. Shout out to you, YouTube. Mute this, YouTube. I'm going to play my music, man. It ain't about monetization all the time. Uh Love him from a distance. Why you always shout out to Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Moore, and the Big Steppers album. Got the privilege, but I didn't lose sleep because I got the spirit. Hey, rich, rich, yeah. Trying to keep the balance, I'm staying strong. Ooh. Stop playing with me for I turn you to a song. Stop playing for me for I turn you to a song. Ooh, one more. Why, oh, we'll stay with the same album. Why, oh, why you keep with me? You gon' make me jump out my skin, believe yeah. me Yeah, 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 uh-huh Uh huh. Hmm. Hmm. What y'all know about this right here? Push these off me like who push these off me like who push these off me like who pushing the snakes I'm pushing the fakes I'm pushing them all on me like who pushing them all off me like who 
Yeah. <laughs> I be immune to I be immune to it. Then would assume it. Know you a choke, my the closer, holler at the moon. Know the results, the ballad is in, and I'm about to boom again. You funny, dog. Peekaboo, can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, 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 shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these off me like who? Push these off me like who? Push these off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. Head up, chest out, silence. I'm stressed out. Shh. Be quiet. Quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed. Hit my daughter up. She need all the love. I need all the love. We're gonna vibe for a little I bit need longer. All of us. It's like six o'clock. Yeah. You talk too much. You talk too you much. You making it awkward, love. I mean, it's hard enough. I mean, it's. They don't fool me even if they could. All right, that's enough. That's enough, man. Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. Appreciate you vibing with me as always. Salute to all the sponsors. Salute to all the fans. Salute to my Wahoos. Got this victory. We're going to jump right into it right now, man. We got our mind right. I'm ready. I'm ready. So let's go. What we do is we start off with a little um, stat breakdown. Any little um, records that was broken or any game notes we got to discuss. We get it out the way. Start offense. Then we go to defense. Analysis over. This podcast episode will probably be like 30, 45 minutes unless I Petty Hall come out to play. So here we go, man. Let's jump right into the stats. So UVA won by a score of 34 to 17. The attendance for this game was 41,122 people. The attendance for a 1230 opening kickoff versus Richmond was 41,122 people. I take it. It was hot out there. It was hot. Hot. I got a lot of questions uh, about the game day experience and things like that. That I that I I mean, people submitted a lot of statements and questions that they want me to talk about. So I'll talk about that too, man. Um, I guess we could start. You want to start off and talk about? It? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we talk about. It. So, um, folks are saying that the concession lines were pretty long. Uh so you know they got to step the game up. Everybody want their food. Look, it was hot, so everybody definitely wanted their water. If you if you use the app and you got there early and you got your hot dog and your coat for what three three dollars three fifty. Salute to you. Um, if you were early in attendance, you saw me on Who Vision. You know, getting everybody hype and giving you the major key to the game. And my major key to the game was winning up front. And we're gonna go over and see if my major key was used or not. Uh, but the game they experienced in the hole. You know. We got our calf women, one man on the horse now. She led the football team out, did a did a phenomenal job in that. Uh, the team came out in all orange. That was dope. White helmet, all orange. Uh, the Cavalier walk is back. That was dope. It was just, look, man, I'm happy to see y'all come out. Of course, I would, I would want a sellout, but I understand you got to consistently win, consistently step your game up as far as uh, the fan festivities, you know, giveaways, just the overall entertainment, the sound system, what we do between timeouts, what we do as far as bringing former players back and things of that nature. Shout out to uh, Ty Jerome 
and um, DeAndre for uh, being saluted. Shout out to Anthony Harris that we we honored between the third and the fourth quarter for his just his community work and just being an upstanding um, citizen in this world, not just a a top flight safety in the NFL for the Eagles. Um, now with the Eagles, so salute to them. Uh, salute to my girl Mo was on her official visit to UVA. Sam was hosting her. Sam Brunel from from Greene County. Yeah, my girl Mo at Stab right now. She was on her official visit at UVA, so it was dope seeing her in the building. Been knowing her and her family for years, man. So, you know, hopefully she stay in state, man, come to the university. Uh, so it was dope seeing her enjoy the football game with her mom and her family and stuff. Salute to them. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the game some more. So sometimes I get sidetracked, so I apologize for that. Um, when we look at the game stats, so the team stats, Richmond had 20 first downs to UVA 29 first downs. Net rushing yards, Richmond had 170 yards rushing. This is going to cause folks to really be on one, right? 170 yards rushing to Richmond. People are going to be pissed off. Last year we gave up on average 221 yards rushing. So folks see the 170, they're going to be like, what the hell? UVA ran for 259 yards on 42 attempts. They're going to see that number and be like, whoa, what the hell? It's going to be two different type of what the hell. Is this what the hell? They had 170 yards rushing. Then they see UVA's 259. They'd be like, what the hell? We had 259 yards rushing? So both getting you what the hells. That's not a cuss word, kids, but don't say it around your parents. Um, Richmond ran the ball 35 times. UVA ran the ball 40 two times averaging 6.2 yards a rush net passing yards Richmond had 160 yards passing on 34 attempts UVA had 246 yard passing on 33 attempts so UVA had more rushing yards than passing yards should we do a round of applause no yes huh which one is mine yeah, let's give a round of applause for that. That's what we wanted, right? I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it in the old school way of things, balance, the, the, the I'm, I'm using air quotation, the balance was there and it favored the Russian attack. Hold on, man. Let's get some background. Let's get some background music. Too much dead air. Come on. There we go. Um, but it was very vanilla, and I and I get more in depth on everything else. Let's, let's not get sidetracked. So, two hundred forty-six yards passed to today, one sixty total yards, three thirty for them, five hundred five for us. So, my question to you: three hundred thirty yards a total offense for Richmond. Is that good? Is that okay? Is that bad? In your opinion, I wouldn't say it's good. I say it's okay. Like, that's something you live with, right, coming out the gate. Because I know what a lot of folks are doing, and I don't want to get too sidetracked. So I know a lot of folks are always going to use the offensive performance and the defensive performance, and you, you're going to compare, right? So you compare to what took place last season, or you compare to what the, the previous coach did. So if we keep in comparison, last year 
We beat the hell out of William and Mary, forty something to zero. William and Mary ain't have nothing, they ain't get nothing. It was nothing. You go the very first time we played. I ain't even gonna do that. I'm gonna just put it to you like this. Broncos first game versus Richmond, they threw for more yards than they just had total yards this game. They threw for like 330 something. And I don't, and I don't, hey, I'm just saying, like, so I just say it's okay. That's all I'm gonna say. It's it's not good, it's not bad, it was all right. Because we was very vanilla. And And I'll, tell you why it's just okay for me is why it's really not bad that they had 330 yards of total offense because everything you got to add context to numbers these days you just don't throw numbers out there without context because people say numbers don't lie numbers are manipulated and you can't create lies based around numbers you really can't it's very easy in this, in this business if you don't add a lot of context so total offensive play 75 for uva uh, 69 for Richmond. Um, penalties. How many penalties did we have? That's what I wanted to look at as well. Your first game of the season. Where are the penalties? Where are the penalties? Ah, man. Having a brain fart. Oh, there we go. We had six penalties for 50 yards. They have four penalties for 55 yards. Um, one of our penalties negated a interception. By Josh Ahern. A hell of a play by him, too. A late substitution that I didn't like at all. Like, you can't send the guy. Even even, even if a player is supposed to be out there, you don't send him out there that late. And then if you coming off the field, you better sprint your hind pots. And then they threw the flag, but they got to throw the flag. He was, like, on the sideline. But they still threw the flag. The ball got snapped. The, the kid was literally had one foot on the field. And they threw the flag. But you got to do what you got to do because they get graded too. Referees get graded too, so I can't fault the ref. Uh, time of possession, UVA uh, had the ball for 32 minutes, 48 seconds. Richmond had the ball for 27 minutes and 12 seconds for time of possessions. All right, man, individual stats. We got um, Savion Smith for Richmond led the way with 88 yards rushing on 13 carries. Aaron Dykes has 76 yards on 17 carries. And their quarterback has six yards on five carries. Uh, Smith averaged 6.8 yards per rush. Dykes averaged 4.5 yards per rush. Brendan Armstrong led the team in rushing on 10 carries. uh, 105 yards rushing. It was only one design quarterback run. And I think he was supposed to get a ball. To the running back on the one that he pulled and scored on, if, I'm, if I've, I read correctly or heard correctly, it could be incorrect. But um, those ten rushes were weren't design runs. That was just Brendan seeing something and taking it. Paris Jones had 104 yards rushing in the starting debut on 19 carries. He had 19 carries. Xavier Brown had four carries for 25 yards, and Mike Hollins had. Eight carries for 24 yards. So we had 19, 23, 31, 31 carries between the three backs. And then Woolfolk had a carry for a yard. And we had 11 carries between the two quarterbacks. So I like that. Paris, Paris Jones, I keep wanting to call him Perry. PJ2 had an average of 5.5 yards per carry. 
Love what I saw to him running the football. He ran hard, man. The little joker ran hard and blitz pickup. He was out there fapping folks, hitting them in hitting them in their chest. Cause he ain't told no hit him in their mouth. But he was jumping and butting them in the chest. A little joking. I like I like PJ too, man. Mike Hollins and the limited carries that he got. He scored the touchdown on the ball came out and he got it back. Ball security. Uh that's the thing, man. Just being consistent. Just being consistent. Mike has a lot of ability. A lot. It's just the little things. You gotta rectify on a consistent level. Uh, but I, I like that two-headed monster. And I like what I saw out of Xavier Brown, man. Those four carries, he was exp- he was exploding. Uh, so, I like our backs. I like our backs. Brendan Armstrong was 21-31 for 246 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The safety did a good job uh, playing in a hole and backing out. And then Brendan got some pressure and, and safety plucked the interception that he threw. Had a lot of drop balls as well. Um a lot of drop balls, and he was inaccurate on some passes too. Um, we wasn't very clean in the passing game. I pat we we wasn't. We was we was, yeah. I see, I see. When it comes to the passing game, we was I. Right. Um, their quarterback Udinsky, he was twenty three or thirty four, one hundred and sixty yards, one touchdown. He was sacked twice. Dontavian Wicks led us in receptions with six catches, forty seven yards. Lavelle Davis Jr. had four catches for 89 yards in a tug. He's still averaging 20 yards a catch. And his first catch was for a touchdown. Welcome back to you, air up there. Keaton had four catches for 55 yards. Billy Kemp, three catches, 25 yards. Paris Jones, two catches, 14 yards, and one touchdown. Grant had one catch for 11 yards. Luke had, salute to Luke, one catch for five yards. And um, that was it. We had a couple drops, though, man. A couple drops. We got to clean that up, whether it was Don Tavian, whether it was uh, Grant, I think, may have had a drop. Uh, Lavelle had a drop. It, yeah, You know, clean that up. The numbers would have been a whole lot better. You know, I felt like Don Tavian could have caught that uh, ball in the end zone towards the hill in the left corner. I felt like he would have got, I think it's, I, I, well, I don't know, they might have called, called him out. They might have called him out. I just, I just want to see him catch it. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I have in there. Uh, Richmond had one receiver, nine catches, 67 yards. Everybody else basically had 24, 26, and 29, respectively. Limiting, limiting a air raid offense to just 160 yards passing. That's the good. I'm on the fence about the rushing. On one hand, I'm like, all right, they gained 170. Um, when you break down the um, – and we could do that right quick. When you break down quarter by quarter, just – just how they gain those yards. So they started off the first quarter. They had 67 yards rushing. So 67 of their 170 was in the first quarter. Uh, we had 48 yards rushing. 120 yards passing. We had 168 yards of total offense in the first quarter. They had 110. So we go to the second quarter. Let me cut this instrumental down a little bit. There we go. All right, in the second quarter, they had 92 yards of total offense. We had 153 yards of total offense. We had 141 yards rushing in the second quarter. They had 38 yards rushing in the second quarter. So it looks like we made adjustments. And um, 
pretty much pretty much cut the rushing yards in half because they had 67, so 38, so a little bit. And then we upped our ante to 141. Then you come out of halftime. It's all about playing out there, drinking all that Gatorade. It was the one reason why Coach Welsh used to just, Christ, you don't need to drink any Gatorade because it looked like we came out with, a, with the Gatorade belly, like we was bloated. Because we was pure trash can juice in the third quarter. We was nasty in the third quarter. It wasn't good. I'm going to say that. The reason why it wasn't good in the third quarter because basically how we utilized our last possession in the second quarter, which really like really made Petty Hawk come out in myself. Like, wait a minute. We did that to do this? And that's just ball security. It was easy pitch and catch. Wicks make trying to make a play, going for the first down. Ball gets punched from behind, and we turn the ball over. Then the very next possession, we throw a pick. So our first two possessions in the third quarter were turnovers. So that took me back to the second quarter, the last possession, when we had like a minute and 20, I think, and we just, which I was fine with it, kind of conceding, taking it into halftime. We don't put up 28 points in the first half. Don't want to do nothing stupid. Don't want to get them no momentum because we're getting the ball back. If we wasn't getting the ball back, I'd be like, yo, why y'all ain't going to score? But the only reason why I held my composure before halftime was because we was getting the ball back. But then you come out and turn the two day. Y'all don't get no more Gatorade at halftime until you show me you can come out in the third quarter and don't do what you did. Okay? So when you go in the locker room versus Illinois in that game, you don't get no Gatorade. You get water and you sip. Don't drink it. Sip it. Because y'all came out with the Gatorade bellies. Think I'm lying? You had 55 yards of total offense in the third quarter, Wahoos. 55. You had 153 in the second quarter alone. You had 168 in the first quarter. You had 168 in the first quarter. 153 in the second quarter. Then you go drink Gatorade and you get 155. They had 97. They, I mean, it ain't like they set the world on fire. We gave them short field twice. They scored the first touchdown on a short field off the fumble. The second time we threw a pick, the defense get a stop. Salute to the defense. Another round of applause. Salute to the defense because it could have been disastrous. Could have been nasty work. But you held your own. You did defense. That's going to get lost in 170 yards rushing. I mean, quiet as kept. They didn't do nothing in the fourth quarter. We had the ball so much, they didn't do nothing in the fourth quarter. Nothing. Absolutely. They had 31 yards in the fourth quarter. 10 yards rushing in the fourth. Because we dominated the time of possession in the fourth quarter as well. Why? Because we can run the ball. Just churn it away. But, matter of fact, let's stay on defense. So, that's what we're going to do. We're going to transition right to defense, right? Defensively, we know who led the way. Nick Jackson had 14 tackles. Antonio Clary, who, who by the way, got the start, if y'all didn't see. We had Clary and Sanker starting at the safeties. Clary was running around fapping dudes. And then Jonas Sanker, when I tell you, when he hit people, it's a boom that follow. All you hear is boom when he hit people. But, uh... 
Our corners look. Let me tell you, our, our corners, technique wise, y'all look very good. Y'all look very good technique wise. I watched the corners more than everybody. Sorry if it took me getting back to film to see what they was doing up front. I was looking at the secondary, damn it, because we know last year everybody was like the DBs is trash, and we're going against the air raid, and we started off playing some zone. Bend but don't break. Keep the ball in front of of us. Um, and we played so much coverage and was super vanilla that they did the right thing. Ran the football because we didn't have a lot of guys in the box. So they they had us outnumbered. So they was getting the bead on us there. So that's context to the rush. But still, but still, you still don't like want them to run that many yards. But I get it. Ball hog get it, but I'm gonna be called apologist because I'm understanding. Like, we didn't send no dogs at Richmond. I mean, we played as like a con- con- control scrimmage on defense. Like, I'm be honest with you, we didn't come after them at all. We ain't do nothing. Like, if Illinois is looking at the tape, they don't know what we're gonna do on defense because we didn't do nothing. We ain't send no stunts like that. We ain't have a lot of twists. I mean, if you get if if vanilla if look, if you not did not want to show something to a an, an opponent, this was a game that they didn't show. I'm looking at the film like we didn't do nothing. We just lined up. Coaches was like, here, I'm gonna put you in this uncomfortable situation. Like it's not in the bottom situation schematically, they had us beat at the snap on defense. They did. It was like fight, get through it. What you gonna do? Basically, like, hey, y'all should still be able to stop them. We ain't got to put nobody in the box. Let's see what you do. Now, when they started getting success, we did switch stuff around. Like, you know, sometimes we had our D tackles head up on their guards. And that's when you would see, like, the ends of they would tan the block and, and maybe pull. But if we really wanted to neutralize their running game, we would just put somebody in the A-gap. You know, we'll put Carter in the shade of the center and just fat the center and grab the guard and we'll shut down the run and then we'll jump right back into being head up again. Anytime we was head up, they was getting an advantage. I ain't gonna lie, they got the advantage on us when we was head up. But any it seemed like anytime we made the emphasis to say, all right, we're gonna stop you from running, we stopped them. But that but that 170 still is not attractive. And I know people see Illinois and and my 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 pregame for the Illinois, that's going to be a lit podcast because we got to talk. Because the little buddy they got running that rock, oh, we got to talk. Yeah. But the 170 is something that's going to glare out at folks. The 330 going to be glaring at folks. Because of past transgressions. What else I want to say about the defense? Um, oh, when Josh Ahern reported in the third quarter, because if y'all didn't know, Josh got DQ'd out of the Tech game, so he had to sit the first half of this game. I even forgot, too, until Cov reminded me. And when Josh Ahern came in the game, you saw just that 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 veteran savviness. So Josh and Nick Jackson are best friends, and you can see it on the field. The communication is beautiful. Not just, I'm not, not talking about them too. I, that's what I wanted to point out. Defensively, the communication is a thing of beauty. Like, 
it's it's a breath of fresh air just seeing defensive backs and linebackers point at each other, identifying what they see that's coming, uh, deciphering routes that are going through traffic. They had a lot of mesh concepts of trying to rub off DBs and linebackers to to create natural picks and just seeing DBs attack the upfield shoulder and really get on that hip if they're trailing so they can't collide with their brother. Understanding that you got a, a slant with an arrow route and they switching and saying, yo, bump out, take that guy. It was one time where Gucci man didn't see uh, Jackson point and say, take the flat. I'm going to take the slant. And they got a first down and Gucci man got out. was like, oh, my bad. Cause that was something last year they they would never pass that off, but this year and I don't know if they were supposed to, but I clearly could see Jackson snapping the ball when he saw the back going out to the flat and the receiver coming in. He pointed out like out out out, so they could switch off, so they could combo it. Richmond ran a lot of a lot of deceptions on the outside as far as rub routes, bubble screens, and our guys were on different levels, meaning they wasn't all standing at the same. Um, depth from the receiver on the same plane. They were staggered. Something last year we wouldn't do. Guys were using their hands. Guys were controlling their hips so they could look back for the football while they checking the receiver. They playing catch man from eight yards off with their feet live and not standing flat foot. Evident where Antonio Clary had to go up against their best receiver and he's chopping at seven yards off anticipating a fade route because he's taking away the inside leverage and understanding that if the receiver wants to get inside, he's going to have to run the hump. And now he could trap that hip and hand fight down the field. Technique wise, it looks so much better. It's just one game. I get it. It's just one game, but I like what I see because that's foundation work. And when we really wanted to shut them down, we came up and we played press. We played cover zero on third, down with Fentrell was by himself. They ran um, trips to the field, solo to the boundary. He by himself, cover zero. Patient at the line of scrimmage. Shuffle and open. Trapped in that inside hip of the receiver. Making a play on the football, getting us off the field. Because I was expecting them to throw the ball a lot. They had a very accomplished quarterback. Offensive coordinator came from VMI, was very accomplished throwing the football. So that so here's my thing. Here's my question to the to the fans. Do you want our defense to be stout in both areas, or do you want our defense to take away what an offense, opposing offense does best? So if we go into a game and you're known to throw, you're known to be a rushing team, and we load the box up, and we may give up. 260 yards passing to a team that usually don't throw the ball. But we limit a team that usually runs the ball and a lot, and we limit them to under, say, if if they come in running and averaging like 175 and they get like 75, but they throw for 275. Like, are we mad that they threw for 275 even though we know they wanted to really want to, you know, really like – are we at the point, are we privileged enough or sport enough where we can say we want you to shut down both? Or are we at a point to where we're taking steps saying, hmm, now which one do we really got to take away from? Because we know in the perfect world we don't want, want folks running all over us. 
So the first two quarters, yes, Richmond ran the ball very well. It was concerning. And I was like, how? And then when I looked at the film, I was like, ah, now I see how. Because we all say, hey, man, you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to show too much to your opponent. So that's my question to you guys. Like, we didn't show a lot. It wasn't as successful as we wanted, but we didn't show a lot. Now, if we would have been bringing a headbang of boogies and and stacking a box and they were still gashing us, I'd be like, oh, hell, because this week we're going to have to stack it. <laughs> and I hope we ain't saying all oh, hell anyway. And no, I, so I know a lot of folks right now like Ballhawk, you copping a lot of pleas for the defense. You were doing this last year with Bronco and uh, this and this and that. I just try to think it differently. Yeah, one, you could say 170 is not good. I ain't mad at y'all. If y'all saying 170 ain't good, Ballhawk, drink your home, shut the hell up, Juice. That's 330 yards of total offense. That's fine. I'm like, cool. You got it. That's all I can say is you got it. But if 330 ain't good for you, then it don't matter who we play. If somebody had, because, and you know what? I'm going to just leave that there. But we were very vanilla on defense. Um, A lot of times, schematically, we had them bottled up, but one guy would peak in a gap and he was, was, so this is what I want our hands to do. When you play with your hands and you're holding a point, trust that your homeboy is going to be where he's supposed to be. Because it seemed like as soon as y'all would peak to see if the ball is going to the inside, the back would bounce outside. Because Paris is doing that to their guys. Paris would hit it with the bop-bop, and they would peak, and boom, now you see me, now you don't. And that's what their back was doing. That, that Look, look, Illinois is going to try to run inside zone. Facts. That's a fact. It's a copycat league. They're going to run that play. So you better have somebody in that. The juggernaut better be in that shade squatting and getting the push. Back is stepping up, not waiting, not guessing. I can see, um, you know, us having more guys in the box. We're going to have to have more guys in the box. Like we was, we, we played very vanilla on defense. So that's, that's one thing I said. We played super vanilla. They had some success early running the football when we came down and we started putting more guys in the box, it was hit a little butt in the mouth. They won't get nothing, but it's still discouraging to see 170. Also, pass defense. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give more praise to the corners. Cause we ain't really, we only sent four a lot of the times too. The, the sack that Ahern got, he triggered late because he was in like a spy type of, of mode. Um, and then Darius Bratton triggered early on the first drive, I think, and, and got his half a sack with Famui. Famui looked good, too. Yo, Famui, you look real good when they put you at that end. I like I like seeing you rush the passer. I like your little hand swat move you got, Famui. That's nice. Uh, but salute to the pass defense. Let me, let me share some stats with y'all right quick. So, if you ever fo- follow the NFL on my previous podcast all about explosive plays right explosive plays it could be start at 15 yards to me explosive explosive plays are 18 or more yards richmond has zero explosive plays in the passing game as a matter of fact let me see some i'm gonna see if i go hey i just lost my i'm gonna see if i can wild y'all some more i just had a stat 
And I want to make sure it's accurate, though. So as far as, so the one, so pass plays in the air, even though their long reception was 17 yards, pass plays in the air. Richmond did not complete a pass where the ball traveled more than nine yards for the entire game. Think about that. Think about that, bro. Richmond did not complete a pass when the ball traveled more than nine yards. Majority of their passes were 10 yards and under. It was quick game. Conversely, we completed one pass that traveled 20 yards through the air. Then we completed two, four, six passes that traveled at least 10 to 19 yards through the air. And we completed seven, 10, 10 passes between zero and nine yards. So that's a plus too. But we're going to make sure we focus on that 170 rushing though. Because that, that's accountability. That's wanting to be great. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's enough background music for me. Matter of fact, let me get... Let me switch it up. Hold on. I'll switch up my instrumental. My man, Andrew Brown. Instrumental. So... Now I want to talk about the offense because I know the defense was the elephant in the room. And I understand that. Um, Offensively, we ran the ball very well. Got a good push. The zone scheme, I like it. We was under center a couple times. I think it was under center maybe three or four times. But I do like when we go under center when we're in 12 personnel. So 12 personnel is one back, two tight ends. So you saw Sackett and you saw Grant as as, – well, Sackett would play – H back and he would play tight end because he was be you know he would be in the backfield like a fullback. So I like those little wrinkles. Uh, but the zone was was doing well. I don't know if we ran that many counters, but um, I thought Bowley did good at left tackle for his first game out. Um, a couple times it was one or two times where guys got him with a nice inside move. Uh, but other than that, man, for his first, I thought he fared well, man, for his first game. Uh, Brennan got hit a couple. Brennan got Brennan got. He was getting hit some. He was getting hit some. Well, statistically, they got two quarterback hits on them. That that we charted, and we got two quarterback hits on them. Um, their linebacker Tristan Wheeler, salute to him. He had 19 tackles. I told you he was a tackling machine. So he had 19 tackles to Nick's 14 tackles. That kid was everywhere. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I like. How we had we were what do I want to say about the offense? So here here's I guess here's my thing, man. I'm gonna just be very transparent. On one hand, everybody's happy, right, that we ran the football. <laughs> but then on the other hand, everybody pissed off that Brendan only threw for 246 yards against Richmond. We always want the best of both worlds, right? We really do. I, I seen some tweets. Somebody, one of y'all on the road, man. I ain't going to say your name, but you on the road of 
of being the villain right now, boy. Um, but yeah, man. So Brennan had two hundred forty-six yards passing. Let me see. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna see. Last year, what was his game by game? His game logs for last year. How many games did he not throw for 300 yards? The Miami game, he threw for 268. So last year, the Miami game was the only game he threw for less than 300 yards. He And he had 44 attempts. He completed 56% of his passes the last time he didn't throw for 300 yards. He had a rating of 110.9, and he had 17 yards rushing. So Miami was the one team last year that held him to under 300 yards passing. The year before that, how many times did he throw for less than 300? The year before that, Duke game, Clemson game, North Carolina State, he got hurt. The Miami game. I mean, before then, he was known to – to not even get over 300 yards, I mean, play Abilene Christian. So, I guess I'll, I say that to say this. We got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. We had some drop balls that would have put him over that threshold everybody was looking for. He completed 63% of his passes yesterday. He was 21 to 33. He was efficient. Um, sometimes he tried to take more than what the defense was giving him. He still could have played safe and and hit guys that were open um, one time he threw the wicks on the, to the sideline and Keaton broke open up the right hash he didn't see. And another time Lavelle broke open and he threw to somebody else. But anyway, it happens. You can't see everybody. Um, I just put it. So the last time since he became brand him, as the marketing folks would say, that Miami game was the last time Brendan Armstrong didn't throw for over 300 yards. And he threw the ball 40-plus times, and he had a rating of one-on-one. And his completion percentage was 50%. This time, he completed 63% of his passes, two touchdowns, had a rating of 140, and he ran for 105 yards. But again, we were very vanilla. We didn't try to do too much. This is this, 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 this. To me, I'm going to be honest, we approach it like a controlled scrimmage, man. Like, we ain't show nothing. Which, what you want, right? I'm just keeping in the hundred with y'all. Like, I listen to what y'all say. Hey, man, we don't need to come out and do no trick plays. We don't need to come out and do all this. We just need to keep it simple. It's Richmond, and it was Richmond, and we did that. Keeping it vanilla, either, either, either we really got to work on our rush defense or we kept it vanilla. It's one of the two. I'm just being honest with y'all. Offensively, we got to catch the ball. We ran for over 200 yards versus Richmond. So we can't, can't, like, we can't get excited over that, right? You ain't going to let me get excited that we ran for 259 versus Richmond, 268 before the losses, right? I know y'all going to tell me that. I know y'all that ball hockey was just Richmond. So it's a lose-lose situation because it's just Richmond. Like, we beat the hell out of William Mary last year. Guess what? It was just William Mary. We did. And then we did good versus Illinois that second game. And in my preview, I'll I recap how we did versus Illinois last year. 
But we still had our concerns, correct? Correct. So I done been on this for 47 minutes. Now I just want to say, look, still got a lot we got to work on. It's a victory. It's the first game of the season. You take it. You got one in the win column. You build off the film study now because you're going to get somebody who don't know you. It's not scripting pairs in a sense. So now you see what you got to work on. Now guys understand why they go through certain drills. You take the good with the good, the bad with the bad. The competitor going to be like, yo, I got to do better. So if it's just Richmond, the 170 is bad, according to the just Richmond. If it's just Richmond, it don't matter how many rushing yards we had. It was just Richmond. But if you're a person who, who don't say it's just Richmond and really look at it, be like, all right, it's disheartening that they gas us a couple of times. But, hey, we show we can right the ship and we got to build on that because we know this team that we playing next can really run the football. Their back is averaging 150 yards rushing the game. He legit. You go with that mindset of saying, all right, what you do best, we're going to take that away from you. But that means you guys, you're going to be stressed more. You did an unbelievable job this game versus Richmond when you limited, limited them to 160 yards passing. No pass was completed over 10 yards through the air. Yes, they had a 17-yard reception, 13-yard reception, a 12-yard reception, but that wasn't through the air. That was pitch and catch. That was yak. Overall, they t- we tackled better. Can we tackle better? Yes. Can we execute better? Yes. Offensively and defensively. If you had to pick your poison, everybody's going to look at the defense because they understand the potential of the offense. They're also going to look at the offense and say, oh, my God. We only had 246 yards passing. And I'm like, oh, my God. We have 500 yards of total offense. <laughs> Oh, my God, you only scored 37 versus Richmond. That's what folks are saying. We have 505 yards of total offense. 505 yards of total offense, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah, we did. But it's just Richmond, right? It's just Richmond. I'm trying to see how many yards we had coming out the gate versus one man last year when we thumped them 43 to nothing. Last year we had 200, we had 208 yards rushing versus one Mary last year. We had 339 yards passing. It's a great showing out the gate. But then when you look at how we ran the ball, it wasn't no back that was just leading the way. Last year when we had those rushing yards, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, total team rushing, it looked great, right? Because I, I remember doing that podcast. I was like, yo, man, as a team, we had 208 yards rushing versus William and Murray. And then it's like, ah, uh, 54 of those came from Armstead. 48 from Tyler Papa, 43 from Thompson, 31 from Rodriguez. 18 from Darrington. You know what I'm saying? But this year, we got a running back that had over 100 yards rushing. And Brennan. You know, Brennan had that long run. 
And I know last year, Wimmer had 183 yards of total offense. So everybody like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. But their offense was yet weak last year. This Richmond offense, they look all right. They're like, they're going to be all right. I mean, like, I don't know how good it really is. I know this offense better than that Wimmer Mary offense. I tell you that. That Wimmer Mary offense stink. Was, was, and no disrespect to the coaches there, because I know some former Wahoo coaches there. But they won't good. You, 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 come on, man. Y'all saw our defense last year. They had, look, I'm going to say it one more time, bro, because I'm putting it in perspective. They had 183 yards of total offense versus UVA's defense last year, Women Murray. That defense. I'm going to leave. Patty, Patty Hawk, get off the mic. My bad, dog. I just had to say something. All right. I'm sorry Patty Hawk came out right there. So we said we're going to keep this podcast short. And I'm just rambling because I got all these tweets from people sending me and they want me to talk about things. Um, what's another thing somebody else wanted me to talk about? Uh, oh, with the receiver threats that we got, man, I feel like it's going to be like a game-by-game basis as far as like who is the lead dog. Um, I will say this. It's going to be fun watching these guys perform versus other defensive secondaries. Um. Because you, 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 you got to pack your lunch against these boys. They could play. Petty Hawk want to, Petty Hawk trying to get, um, he trying to send a shot to, to Dr. Bob because he watched the Illinois game and I, I don't want to let him. But he got a question for Dr. Bob. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone, man. Coach ran the ball a lot with that running back. That man had 21 carries. Quarterback has 16 carries. Salute to Dr. Bob. But anyway, man, that's all I got for y'all, yo. You know the motto. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind not to do. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at IamBallHawk. Also, follow me on Instagram at IamBallHawk. Be ready for my Twitter spaces. I do those daily at 4.05 p.m. And it's not like those aren't UVA driven podcasts. Those are college football and professional football driven. So that's just overall scheme of things. When I do a UVA uh, spaces, I usually do those later and like at 7 p.m. And I usually announce those. Uh, so that's just what it is, man. As far as the fans, man, appreciate the 41,000 that came out. Appreciate everybody that roughed it out for that first time around. I know concessions were slow. Definitely bear with the administrators as, as they rectify that for you guys. Make sure you always um, send back the feedback, man. That's the only way they can get better. Sound feedback. Um, you don't got to be super rude. You know what I'm saying? We know people got family four or five and the walk is long. Um, if they don't got the shuttles like they used to back in the old days, I would like for them to have shuttle for fans to get to the game. Um, be more efficient at concessions so the lines won't be as long. And, um, yeah, man, if you're on the hill and some of y'all may have to start packing a lunch or something if the concession's too much because y'all be leaving and don't be coming back. Like, come back, come back. You know what I'm saying? What what Craig say to Smokey? Come back. Y'all left at halftime, ain't come. Y'all had Gatorade belly, didn't y'all? That's when y'all ain't come back. 
Now I understand it. The players went to drunk Gatorade and y'all went to drunk Gatorade. You ain't come back in the third quarter and they didn't need on offense, but the defense is there. So the offense and the people on the hill, y'all can't drink no more Gatorade at halftime. Y'all got to sip water. Don't drink it. Sip it. Switch it around your mouth. Get the oxygen and spit it out. Okay? You, no more drinking Gatorade at halftime for none of y'all. Especially if you're on the hill. Come back. Okay? At the games. When it's halftime, I'm going to say it on the Who Vision. Doing the highlights. Come back. Because y'all ain't come back. Y'all left. Where you go? Come on. That's all I got for y'all, man. It's the ball. Make sure um, you go to my website, amarhawkins.com. Use the contact contact us option. It comes right to my email. I'll respond to you right back. Um, And yeah, man. Peace. I'm rambling. I'm having too much fun. We out of here. I'm going to still try to do a video version of my show where I show y'all um, highlights and stuff. My son had a soccer tournament this weekend. and ain't a chance. So we was we was celebrating. And I was like, ooh, I ain't do the video version. But I'm going to celebrate and drink more Gatorade and get the Gatorade belly. Until next time, man. Ballhawk Show. I'm out of here. Ah! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.